0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of circuits, Short Circuit, and today I am happy to welcome $5 footlong on the podcast. So welcome, $5 footlong.
1: All right, welcome. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is a long $5 footlong. I have to actually take my time saying that or I'm going to trip myself up. Yeah, so. most,
1: guy, most guys at the workouts have been abbreviating either $5 or just footlong. Just long. Which most people say $5 because <laughs> they're, they're like, I don't know how you got to footlong. That's <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it. So uh, quick disclaimer, uh, this this whole thing came about actually because I believe a couple weeks back you posted here in Greensboro. I did. You posted The Nightmare. I did. Took a picture with Tommy Boy. Yep. And I think he set it next to an old picture of you. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. And then almost immediately Mall Cop was like, get this man on the yammer. <laughs> so, um, but, and, and that's... That seemed to be how it worked out. I reached out to Corey after. Uh, sorry, nobody knows Corey. Everybody knows Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, uh, to, Tommy Boy afterwards, and said, "Hey, you know, the packs have spoken. We want to, we want to speak with you." So what say you? <laughs> what say you, good sir? So I'm glad that we were able to uh, to pull this together. And uh, again, thank you, thank you for being here with us.
1: Yeah, great to be here.
0: All right, man. So let's jump right in. Name, Rama. Name, age, F three. Name,
1: Lee Schloss, thirty four. $5 foot long.
0: $5 foot long. Now, how long have you been... So you're not a Greensboro Pax, though.
1: No, I'm, um, I'm a... You're uh, a Dash Pax. I'm a Dash Paxer, Dash Paxer. Uh, right now. Um, but I got my name originally here. Okay. So um, I was actually working here in Greensboro. Okay. Um, and uh, working with a couple of guys. I, at that I do F3, and and uh, so I got my name actually at the Nightmare. Just. Uh,
0: oh, okay. What are uh, coming
1: up on three years ago. Oh wow! So, okay,
0: so yeah, there you go. And now, um, oh yeah, you, you answered the question. So three years so, now. Yeah, three so years. three years when? What month? Uh,
1: June twenty fifth. Three years. So, so we're coming oh, so, yeah, up. Yeah, three days. Next, like yeah. What t- is that Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's awesome. All right, so you're coming up on three years. So you're named here in Greensboro mm-hmm. at the Nightmare. You have since moved.
1: I, I moved to Winston. I was working in Greensboro. Um, I was working with Stretch. Working. Uh, With uh, Chewy and uh, Tommy Boy through through that kind of uh, relationship. Okay. Um, and yeah, I I moved to Winston. I did F three probably like two or three times here in Greensboro because just because uh, I couldn't hit it in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, Just because I was driving from Winston to Greensboro, Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't know that there was a Winston Salem, you know, version or (laughs) region. You know, I "I had no clue. (laughs) Uh, So I. I kind of like it. Just kind of fell off of the wayside. So really, realistically, I've been um, consistently doing F three for a, almost a year. I would I would say probably last year, about the same time is when I started picking it back up more seriously. Gotcha. Um, so I went. I got my name. Couple workouts. You know, two years go by. <laughs> not, not, you know. It still and counts. Then, and then you know, come back out. You know. Gotcha. So all right.
0: Well, that's awesome. Now, where are you a regular poster? Um, I know you you've hit a number of the Greensboro within the past few yeah. weeks, but within um, I'll say within Winston for the dash packs. Where are you normally?
1: Uh, normally, I'm at uh, any of the Haynes Park um, AOs, which are um, Impossible Situation. Um, I
0: always love hearing the names yeah. of other AOs <laughs> from the region.
1: Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to uh, post at Urban Assault. That's downtown on Friday. So usually I'm usually trying to do at least three to four times a week. Okay. Um, recently, though, I saw the Natville Challenge. So yeah. I've been trying to um, do that within my region. So I've actually been going to different locations that I've never posted to. Yep. Um, you know, last the week before last I went to... Three new, uh, I think I posted five times that week, and four of them were new to nice. me. Nice. So, um, And I just felt inspired by that, and I I can't say I'm going to be able to hit every single one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have enough time, but, yeah. um, but it's definitely opened my eyes. I like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, but similarly, I want to do it in Greensboro, too, so if I can make it... On the weekend. Yeah. You know, like last weekend, I went to Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spackler was queuing. Um, it was just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, uh, I'm an all over the place type of guy. That's so awesome. I really like to, I, I really do like to post where like maybe a new friend is coming out or they're, they're, you know, if they're an FNG and it's just the closest to their house, yeah. that's where I'll meet them. Nice. Um, so I've had a couple of guys come out recently. So I'm like, all right, that, that's awesome. That fits my, yep. my Natville, you know, Winston <laughs> challenge. Kill two F and Gs. Ah, two birds with one stone. <laughs> that's right. right.
0: Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and definitely I think that um, after talking with a number of guys, one of, one of whom will be on, was on the episode right before yours, and that is uh, Macho Man. He was saying that down in Birmingham, they've got a 10, they call it the 1020 challenge where they've got, I think, like 10 AOs or something, and they only have 20 days know, to, to hit all of those. But uh, it's the same thing. I think people are starting to realize we are creatures of habit. We yes. will fall into our normal traps. Let's start pushing ourselves outside of that. So, well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you've had the opportunity to hit uh, Wakanda as well, which is always a great workout, and Square's doing great stuff over yeah. there. All right, so let's jump into the the meat of this thing. So let's talk about life before F3. So we've got the picture as evidence, Yeah. right? Um, but tell me... Leading up to right before you got involved with F three, what was fitness like for you? Kind of coming all the way from maybe childhood, all the way up, or however far back you feel like going.
1: Yeah, when I was a when I was a kid, I was always this is kind of the story. It's always I was always an athlete. I um, I played a lot of your you know aerobically intense sports as a kid, mm-hmm. but and I swim and I, I you know basketball. I never played football. Is really the only one, mm-hmm. but. I was always kind of just a little bit bigger, a little bit more of a chunkier kid. Mm-hmm. And that really was exacerbated when I started gaining a little bit too much weight as a kid to, to um, play those more aerobically intense sports. Mm-hmm. So like the basketball fell off, I was really into soccer, that fell off like in high school. Um, so when, of course you get into that circular problem where you like you gain more weight and you, now you stop doing those things, but because you stop doing those things, then you gain more weight. So yeah. it's just a concept, that, that you know, terrible cycle. Yeah. And, but I really got into golf and um, was um, considering like potentially like a pro path uh, of golf. I mean, I, I was doing well as a kid in Winston and Forsyth County. I won a lot of junior tournaments in the state of North Carolina. And that was kind of my path forward, and, yeah. and I was like, but that wasn't really aerobically intense. I was still a large kid. Yeah. I mean, I remember um, my co- my high school golf coach asking me about a physical I had, and he was like, kind of hinting at my weight at the time. Mm-hmm. I was, a, you know, I was a big guy. I was a big guy in high school. Mm-hmm. So, and that just never um, never really improved. I, I, I played on the golf team at Western Carolina okay. um, for my first year. Um, but I was in, I still wasn't in good shape. I didn't put it together that, you know, your diet and your exercise were, you know. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought if you perfect those things, it would, you know, or try to perfect them? Um, I, uh, I never really put it together. Mm-hmm. And so when I just stopped exercising, whatever that meant, whether in, in you know, college it was stopping playing golf or stop being on the golf team. I didn't continue to like work out in the gym or whatever that was. Well, I didn't even continue to walk. I mean, so my fitness was like walking to classes in college, mm. uh, you know. And and so when then when you have an all you can eat buffet on your you know your cat your card points, card. I was, yeah. you're 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 going to town. You're going hard. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so I went hard a lot, <laughs> and, and I think I think I got I think my um, my freshman year uh w- like when we weighed in for the golf team cuz you had to put your weight on the you know the roster mm-hmm. i think i lied and said i think it was like 275 and they they lied and said i was like 260 <laughs> uh, i do remember i do remember stepping on a scale and in the weight room with the trainer uh my first year in college and i was 266 mm-hmm. and that wasn't really like a there was no wake up point like mm-hmm. there wasn't like a oh no i'm i'm so big but because i stopped exercising after i stopped playing golf it was man it was just like a exponential curve in the wrong direction Yeah. and because i didn't have my queen under control it's just like wow um yeah. the weight just piled on i probably gained 50 60 pounds like the like my sophomore year so it wasn't the freshman 15 it was like the sophomore 60 like wow. yeah it was it was a lot um I think I went, I think after college, um, you know, everybody goes through their hard times trying to figure out what they're going to do with their career and things like that. And that was really, that was really rough. And I think I turned to food a lot. And uh, so my fitness was never really, um, never really there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't ever put it together. Gotcha.
0: So, okay. So light fitness in the background, kind of some athletics, like the soccer, as you mentioned, and then sort of getting into golf, but both of those drop off and naturally weight starts piling on. So tell me about your fellowship kind of leading up to F3. What were kind of the, the nature of your relationships as you sort of progressed through life and leading up to your
1: interactions with F3? I had I, I had what I would have called close friends, mm-hmm. um, but that's... <laughs> would they have called them that? I think they would have called okay. us that. Yeah. And I think maybe even to this day they might still... We might still say that, but I'm less and less saying that about them because... Mm-hmm. I've realized I think there it was just a I had a lot going on mentally, and I think I thought that I was doing a lot of things to like hang out with them and become friends with them, changing mm-hmm. myself because I thought it like fit in with this like kind of close niche group mm-hmm. um that i and I don't think I ever really was like actually a good friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. I think it just was like a surface thing. Mm-hmm. So it was, I had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my personality type is sort of please a lot of people. Yeah. So I can kind of put on an act okay, um, per se and not go really deeper with someone. Yeah. And so when I think about those relationships that I had before F3, it was definitely, there wasn't any this deep stuff. Like, you know, I wouldn't. Telling anybody that I was depressed or like I had an issue with that I felt like was an issue with food, or mm-hmm. and 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 also they never asked or because you know it didn't seem like they cared. Yeah. So. I gotcha.
0: So you got some light fitness in the background. You, at the same time, too, you've got some of those what you call close friends, but you mentioned that they're a little bit. The interactions were more superficial. Oh yeah. More surface in nature. And now from those things now let's move over to the faith element so and really what i'm talking about here as i've mentioned with many guys right is what was your kind of stance on life regarding something greater than yourself or your impact within the community and
1: and how that tied in with your personal beliefs um i i always knew there was something greater than Mm -hmm. myself i just didn't ever tap into that in any capacity Mm -hmm. i mean um everyone talks about being raised and, you know, I was raised in this church, et cetera. We, my family did that. We, we had our, you know, we went to, uh, I think it was a non-denominational Christian church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it really, I, you know, we just stopped going. Um, and now I think I stopped going when I was 15. And I, and I, I think it was, I don't know if it was because my parents fell out of, of th- their faith or if it was mainly, just they wanted us to figure it out on our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like, we want if you want to go, then we would support you if you went. But I never went. Um, I mean, I I didn't even have any like any supportive friends. Those friends they they didn't go. It was it's almost like I didn't know it existed. Other yeah. than that, like I know I know God exists, or at least there's someone there that watches over everyone. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Kind of felt like that. Never practiced anything. Um, so, but really before F3, this is probably one of my powerful story moments is I, um, when I, my, one of my lowest, very lowest, lowest points, I, I actually called out to God. Uh, I was like, you know, so upset by that in my, um, and said, so like, I need help, you know, reaching out to Sky Q. Um, and so I knew it was there. I did never, I was never service minded. I didn't even like it's like, great, I be kind to someone. you know, you know what I mean like uh, I see someone on the street, they need help help them, but there wasn't anything that was behind that other than just like, oh, I'm just gonna be a good person today, sure, you know mm-hmm. um, I was always feeling purposeless, I think, mm-hmm. and I think that led to that exponential uh, wrong direction mm-hmm. that I was in uh, so. There was, I would say, it was non-existent Mm. almost, um, till just before F three, and so that that was pretty powerful for me. Gotcha.
0: Well, I mean, definitely, it sounds like, you know, with what you're talking about, kind of dealing with those those surface relationships, you know, and and as you as you mentioned, sort of allowing the weight to sort of exponentially creep up, all of those things together can definitely affect your faith right in in a pretty profound way and especially if you're kind of feeling this sense of purposelessness then it just all of it brews this sad clown syndrome right this sense of gosh there's got to be something more than this but I'm not seeing it. I'm not feeling it my relationships are shallow at best and I don't have depth and my weight is not where I want it to be my my physical fitness is not where I want it to be so Kind of looking at all of this, I mean, I could definitely see how absolutely there's, you know, there's, there's a sad clown here. Yeah. Um, so so we, we've painted the picture there, and and thank you for sharing that too. I mean, I know those are those are vulnerable things. Tell me about that first workout. So first off, who to wow. Who's the responsible party?
1: The um, the blame. <laughs> <laughs> the blame will go on the shoulders of. Uh, so definitely, definitely stretch. Um, stretch is actually a big. Uh, Stretch and Tommy Boy, huge, um, man, just like super impactful people that were in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, some of this, some of my weight loss story was definitely, you know, calling out to God and asking for help. Um, But that, so to me, that that came in the form of getting a job, like, and working with stretch. Mm -hmm. And then... And then he and another co-worker of mine, he's actually Chewy here in Greensboro. He doesn't get to post as much as he'd like, but uh, F3Chewy, shout out to him. Um, we started a walking group mm. at my company here in Greensboro, and uh, my former company. And he, uh, he started telling us about this men's workout group that he found out about mm. and He's like, man, I really want to, you know, let's let's get into this walking fitness challenge. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, my goal is gonna be to gain weight or gain muscle, and I'm gonna go to this men's workout group three times a week or two times a week. Mm-hmm. And so he's, I, you know, he's kind of that's kind of in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. like him doing it. And so he'd kind of report back, and be like, I did it, I did it uh, three times this week, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, oh, that's cool, you know, and we'd go off and walk at lunch, and and that would be horrible because I, you know. <laughs> Through, you know, so heavy at that point, sweating, you know, sweating through my work clothes. You know, just, terrible. Get
0: back to work, they are like, Lee, are you okay? Yeah, like, oh,
1: this is, this is the worst. Can't go get up and go get water. My legs hurt so much. Um, so it was definitely, yeah, I would say Tommy Boy and Stretch. Tom, I met Tommy Boy because he came. He was working for the American Heart Association at the time. Mm-hmm. And Stretch, I think, um, I think they had a connection through the company to bring American Heart Association to our former job. Mm-hmm. And and then we connected there. It was And um, then Stretch kind of said, man, I'd really like to get you and uh, Robert Chewy mm-hmm. uh, out to F3. And actually, my first workout was, I think, was Tommy Boy's VQ. Oh, wow. I, I think. oh I, I think he had been doing it for a few months. And then I think it was his first cue was when i came out because i think i found out about that i think he said to joe stretch Mm. that he was going to cue but stretch was out of town unfortunately Mm. and i remember us we actually um i think we'll have to find the photo somewhere but we took a photo of someone's f3 sticker in between it was uh chewy myself and tommy boy Mm -hmm. and we sent it to stretch saying like man look what you missed out on right i think it was because stretch was uh uh, down in uh, hollywood south carolina putting you know a roof on some lady's house or something and he that's because the reason why he wasn't there but right. uh, so it was definitely there to blame for the for, for bringing me out <laughs> gotcha and now
0: what do you what do you remember is there anything man. that like stuck out to you
1: yes uh, yes absolutely i remember we carried buckets of, or like jugs of water trying to fill up this bucket on the baseball diamond at spencer spencer love uh, uh and man that was brutal i at the time, at the time, though, my first workout, um, through this kind of commitment group at work, mm-hmm. I'd lost a considerable amount of weight. Okay. I mean, so my first workout was, I guess we need a little bit of history. My, my, I was 351 pounds when we first started this commitment group at wow. work. Um, and that was shocking. Yeah. You know, uh, I knew I was... Probably over three hundred pounds, but it was like shocking to see, you know, stepping onto a freight scale at work, yeah. you know, because the nurse's scale wouldn't go that high. Yeah. Um, and I would lost a considerable amount, but I wasn't, I wasn't in like boot camp shape. Right. I was in like go run a ten k shape, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I would slowly started doing more running and more, you know, uh, cycling and. I got into triathlon a little bit and I, uh, so I was in what I would have said at the time was like, okay, shape. I could run a little bit. I came out to that first workout and man, when we got to third base after we b- like bear crawled there from second, I, I literally almost splashed Merlot. <laughs> like I, I, had sit, I had to go sit down. Oh. I got like, I, like so lightheaded and I was like, man, I'm good. Uh, it's coming. Uh, and, and I don't, uh, one of the, also the new guys that was there, he came over to me and he was like, he's like, man, you're okay. I was like, I was like, man, and I'm just taking my time I'm there. And I heard someone, I think someone yelled, modify is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm modifying. I'm sitting down. This is a
0: modification.
1: And uh, So that was a huge shocker. You know, it was like, it was like that, um, that moment. It was a very humbling experience for sure. Because yeah. I was like, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm in this, oh. like, I'm, like, I'm fine. I got this. I got this. I'm coming out to F3. I'm fine no in no way i uh, yeah almost threw up um but it, there was a lot of guys there um there were probably 30 maybe mm-hmm. that day um or 25 or something yeah and i think there were about three of us were new guys that was pretty that was pretty cool and i just remember uh you know some it was, again very humbling there was guys there that were like man great job and i'm like i can't lift this brick over my head and they're like you know Then lift it from your waist, you know, or something just to, he's like, you're out here, you're, you know, you're moving, you know, you're beating everybody on the couch. And it's just all this verbiage there that was just like so inspiring, you know, and it, I don't know, it just, it it really, it changed the way I thought about like one, like kind of what I needed to do, Mm -hmm. um, to get in better shape, Mm -hmm. uh, because shape I would in was clearly <laughs> not. Clearly not. Not, not, not where I where you wanted, wanted to be. be. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. And now, how did you get your name? So. Oh, okay. I'll, I also need to ask, did you end up splashing Merlot? I didn't splash. Okay.
1: Um, I took definitely, you know, probably a solid, you know, we say 10 counts now. I probably took a, probably a good 60 count. <laughs> <laughs> Six 10 counts. Yeah, I uh, sat over there at third base for a good long while, um, got up. I think then we started um, loading Time Boy's truck back up with, like, the water jugs or something, mm. and and I was fine. I didn't end up... I did not splash. Um, I felt like it, mm. and I, and the rest of the day was pretty, was pretty, pretty special. Heinous. Yeah, it was, it was special. It was a special rest of the day. Taking a shower. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think we met at Brugger's after, after the workout, mm-hmm. and... And I remember thinking, like, I there's no way I can eat. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just need to drink water and, like, get into an ice bath. Like, you know? <laughs> all, this, all this very, like, you know, yeah, ch- it was a challenging day the rest of the day. I'll say that. Yeah. I got you. Right.
0: And, and now getting back to it, how, how did you get your name?
1: So the, the name... Uh, it kind of comes from the weight loss story, okay. um, the the three hundred and fifty oh. pounds. Oh, okay. yeah,
0: so, I got you. So there's a there's a Jared reference in so
1: here. So I think my very first statement was I I um, you know I'm, my name you know leash loss. Uh, I work with Joe Stretch, um, and you know I've lost a lot of weight, and you know kind of said some other things. But right out of the gate, someone said Jared from Subway, <laughs> and and then everyone goes. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Don't yeah. no, yeah. don't call him Jared. Uh, and then someone said $5 foot long like right back to back. Mm-hmm. Um and then that everyone goes that, you know that, "Oh yeah, that's the one." Yeah. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I don't remember who it was specifically. Mm-hmm. Um but but yeah.
0: That's awesome. Oh, great, and yeah, I mean to hear that you lost all
1: of that weight. I mean, coming from three hundred and fifty down, I think it's f- huge. I think at that first workout, I I probably was down to about I was just probably under two hundred pounds. Wow! I, I remember I took I took a photo of the the day that I was under two hundred, mm-hmm. um, and I have a you know I could post that if you want to see that kind kind of thing, but. Um, <laughs> yeah I remember that I think it was under two hundred pounds I think it was like one ninety 190, one ninety five at that's the great. time that's um great. so that was that was kind of a you know special moment too
0: yeah so. yeah absolutely well that's awesome yeah thank you for sharing that uh that first workout story I know those are always those are fun and I, and I love hearing about them and kind of hearing like who came up with the names or how did you get the name and uh yeah, so I can definitely see that now. How they, if they got five dollar foot long? Because you were sitting there talking about like, yeah, I work with stretch, and I think stretch is in electronics.
1: Yeah, uh, we, we were working. At the our last company was uh, called Tyco or T E Connectivity. which, okay. which yep. We made, uh, you know, copper cable stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. For... Yeah. So I was like, how are they gonna get five dollar foot long from that? Yeah. But yeah. Now yeah. It comes. We didn't journal, talk about so. work at all. <laughs> 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 it's just the. Yeah. Straight to that, how much weight you've lost? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. All right, so so let's talk about life since F three. So. I mean, it kind of goes without saying, right? The pictures speak for themselves, and, and your story here speaks for itself as well. But tell me about your fitness since F3.
1: So the first post was June, I think, June twenty fifth, 2016. Someone reminded me today of uh, my name on the roster. It's like one of the the first five or six or something because I have a, of, number a number in my yeah. name. <laughs> so I, I remember I every time I've checked, um, you know, different... A.O.'s for Greensboro, I always see like, I'll see that and I'll Mm. be reminded like that's the date. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was 2016, so we're coming up on three years. Mm. Um, But again, I haven't, I didn't um, really do F3 consistently for the first two years after I got my name. Mm -hmm. But, so in 2014 is when I was, September 2014, I was 351 pounds and then I was about under, I was under 200 when I, uh, did my first F3 workout. Since then, I have gone on to do Ironman Chattanooga. Wow. Which I'm hoping to connect with Crawl Space on because I know he's uh, yeah. training for that. Um, so I on, I've run multiple marathons now. Um, I think three or four with my potentially my fourth one being at the end of the 116-mile bike ride. <laughs> so, That's incredible. Um, I've done that. And I'm, um, yeah, I've, uh, last year I uh, was really working on my fitness mm-hmm. and trying to uh, be competitive in like the sprint distance triathlon, mm-hmm. Olympic distance triathlon. Uh, but I was actually in a car accident in October of last year. Oh, wow. Um, that kind of put me, uh, kind of messed up my plans for this year and kind of thing. Uh, actually, I have a slight herniated disc in my neck that so I have mm-hmm. to be kind of mindful about. Wow. But. Okay. But uh, since then, I've done. Uh, people say Iron Ironman," mm-hmm. you know, which is really a, a pretty good short description of what it's been like. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I I went from not being able to do a five k or being able to walk around my living you know the living room or take the garbage out to an Ironman, and then I did the Ironman in two thousand and seventeen, September two thousand and seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, so it really has been a uh, a pretty huge shift like i committed fully committed you yeah know, to the to this you know lifestyle change so that's
0: incredible and now tell me and especially to kind of coming from you know, your, your background where it was like athletics starts as the kid and then tapers off very quickly the weight comes on and then now here you are and i think your your short description about that is perfect couch to iron man right mm-hmm. um, you're, you're iron man <laughs> i am yeah i am i haven't got the tattoo I yet I, but man. i will i
1: will I will be getting one. That's I just awesome. haven't got it
0: yet. Now tell me about your fellowship. So you were talking before about how you had, you know, what you would consider close friends, but ultimately um, over time and over the real realities of life, <laughs> despite the, quote, fake realities during high school, right? Um, but the real realities of life, those surface um, and shallow relationships dissipating very quickly. So tell me about your fellowship since since being involved with F3. Uh,
1: it's really... And it really has um, catapulted to this next level. Um, so I am routinely um, catching up with guys and, and, and want to be, you know, like in their lives. And, like, they want to be in my life. And they're asking me, you know, like, hey, when when, when are you coming out to the next workout? And, like, uh, when are you going to post that? And then I headlock guys at work, and I'll bring them out. And then they'll get super hyped about it. And they'll and make me want to come out more. And... <laughs> It just uh, the word that, that I keep hearing thrown around that I've been using uh, a lot is acceleration, yep. uh, and and that that has really stuck with me, mm-hmm. and that is that's something I want to just continue to be able to do mm-hmm. is accelerate, and so my fellowship has been like a, it's you have zero almost zero fellowship surface fellowship to this like I want to do life and walk beside this guy mm-hmm. and like hang out with him and be really invested in him because I know that he also wants to be invested in me mm-hmm. and like see the best for me and yeah. I want to do that for him because that's been done for us so yeah. it's kind of like give because you've been given
0: yeah so absolutely and now uh, to kind of top it off as well talk with me about your your faith your your sense of something greater. You talked before about like oh there's got to be more than this. Mm-hmm. You'd kind of grown up with this faith background, so I don't imagine that that necessarily has you know completely evaporated. But to your point, right your 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 sense of what's the greater meaning of this, your sense of purpose, mm-hmm. if you will, was sort of non-existent. That was the word that you used there. And how has that been impacted um, specifically on Your impact in the community and your sense of something greater, as well as your personal beliefs.
1: This is, I mean, besides the like physical transformation, this has been this is probably the greatest transformation for me in my life. Was is not feeling like there was a purpose to uh, being pulled out of the dust and raised out of the dust to like I you know to really become a man. Mm -hmm. Um, And so huge, you know, a huge part of that is the my my cry out to god and i can tell you that was july 4th of 2012 because the very that very next morning I, I i think i stayed up all night and i was like crying upset about it i was i couldn't sleep and and i was just you know praying like please someone help me god please help me if if you're there you know yeah. and through like hindsight is incredibly powerful but i know that he has put people in my life systematically to help me to get to where I'm at now, and those Stretch, one of those guys, Chewy, Tommy Boy, all these guys, kind of like maybe not being like, hey, you, you should. I think, I, I think even Stretch said you should come to church with me one day, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I hadn't, I haven't done that, but. Mm-hmm um just that little kind of that uh cow prod a little bit like yeah. you know like yeah you're kind of that a little bit of a guardrail like a little bit yeah um mine is kind of more like a funnel it's like they caught me and i'm kind of like riding down this funnel and then more and more there's more and more people in my life that are kind of helping guide me um so much so that i this year i was um uh, i very proud to say this that i was baptized um in the Ch- Tennessee River, That's awesome. I went to Chattanooga to uh, see the Half Iron Man mm-hmm. um, that just had that just happened uh, in May. I was actually going to race it. That was my plan, mm-hmm. uh, but since I had that car accident, kind of threw threw things out of loop. But my good friends baptized me in the water there in the Tennessee River, and that just like man, I I I, I can't put into words how much that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And it has been when I again hindsight is very powerful. Mm-hmm. I met running, met running, I met a pastor friend of mine mm-hmm. uh who I didn't know was a pastor at the time. He kinda definitely, you know, asked me questions about about my faith mm-hmm. that I didn't know how to answer. <laughs> you know, how to like how do I respond to a pastor? You know, when you kinda are have you if you've met a pastor, you they I think they're kinda hesitant to get asked what they do for a living. Sure. You know, like, what do you do for a living? I'm a pastor. Well, I guess I shouldn't be cussing in front of you now. Yeah. I shouldn't be cursing. I can wash my mouth. You know? <laughs> also, I should stop farting in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. I can't, I can't do any of that. Um, and just through literally this, through this se- systematic series of events, I have wanted to know who God is. I have wanted to, you know, hear the gospel of jesus christ i wanted to I, I it's it's a lot yeah and i mean i met my now fiance mm-hmm. uh, she asked me to come to church with her i joined a small group met a lot of friends brought them out to f3 <laughs> you know you're perfect
0: ranked, eh victims yeah i am and
1: I, <laughs> I, I i am yeah uh, i've a few guys now yeah. <laughs> but now I'm in a small group and now, you know, over the last three years it's really been this funnel type effect too yeah. uh but in a such a good way. Yeah. Um and now I'm looking I'm I'm seeking opportunities way more. Mm-hmm. Like service opportunities. I'm like, that's it's almost like I do too many things because I'm trying to do service too much, and my, I'm the king of the overcommit now. Which is, <laughs> you know, king
0: like, of overcommit—that's good.
1: Like, uh, oh, we can't do that today because we've got to go serve at the food pantry, here. yeah, we can't do that, you know. Or you know, my friends are like, oh man, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Well, I'm going F three, and then I'm going to we're going to do this thing, and yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much for for sharing that with us. I mean that that's a huge transformation, and, and I think it's it's great to hear as well that while. I'm sure many guys would probably say, oh, well, the fitness, right? The fitness has been the biggest differentiator. It, and it's really humbling to hear that the fitness was only one aspect, mm. which is exactly what we talk about in F3, right? That fitness is only one element of your transformation and becoming a man. And especially when you, as you talked about, kind of, I love your statement of, you know, kind of raised out of the dust, um, you know, and, and sort of seeing that transformation in your own life and seeing how it's impacted you and challenged you to be more of a man is, is really, it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful story. Uh, so thank you very much again for, for sharing that. Do you have any closing thoughts for the packs? A word of encouragement, verse, song lyric, <laughs> grandma's recipe, yeah, perhaps.
1: I'm, I'm not going to talk about Toto. I'm, <laughs> no, not shut up about, about Toto. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I right now I, I think uh, something I'm being called to do is... Um, Kind of help guys with their wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super passionate about that. Um, I like hearing people's stories about, you know, like, oh, man, I've been I lost 10 pounds because I started F3 or, or I, you know, I, I cut out soda. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that is, I love hearing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, something I think about often is, or what I tell people when I'm kind of coaching them a little bit in their uh, kind of this mentoring role is I ask them, like, how bad do you want it? And it's okay to want it a little bit. It's okay to want it, you know, 50%. It's okay to want it 75%. It's okay to want 100%. Mm. Um, it's kinda like how, what kind of like how what kind of experience do you want to have? Mm. And then something I think about often is uh, what we talk about, like the hardest step is getting out the front door. Mm. And I think I'm super passionate now about Finding what that actually is, what that f- first step is for each man, mm-hmm. because it's for them, it might not be like that's a metaphor for something that's going on. Maybe there, maybe it's physically getting out the front door, but it might be physically saying no to something else that's happening in their life. Maybe mm-hmm. that's their, maybe that's their first step out the door. Yeah, and I think once. That is a super powerful thing. If and if you can help identify that in someone's life, then they're going to be way more inclined to make the actual step out the front door in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage people to, you know, we want to headlock guys into coming out to F three, but maybe we we need to headlock them in a way that. We could eventually get to you know like an F three workout in the morning, or um, kind of
0: peeling off the the layers right before we get down to the F three. Yeah, and
1: and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean still don't invite them. It Mm -hmm. means it means like maybe they would say yes if if this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we go, we have a lot of uh, verbiage that's kind of. yeah, you you're uh, you're trying to get ready before you before you get ready. Yeah, before <laughs> you get ready, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of power in helping them to be able to feel like they're ready. Yeah. Um, and I would I would encourage people to try to reach into that a little bit more.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think it takes a, a matter of investment in a guy's life, right? It shows yeah. them, you know, not that you're. Not that you're just like, hey, just come out to pat our numbers. Yeah. But really, that you're like, I'm a, I'm making an investment in your life. I want to know that you're okay. I want to be there with you and for you in whatever way I can, whatever way you feel comfortable. But when when you're ready, now, let's get out here and work out together.
1: Yeah. So. I, I think my last, very last thing is I think something I said earlier was give because you've been given. Yeah. And 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 you know stretch gave to me, and so I want to give back. Mm-hmm. You know. Jesus Christ gave gave for us, so I wanna give give back. I it's literally you have been given, so please give. Yeah. And in whatever capacity that means for you. Yeah. Um and that I think that's I would I might get that as a tattoo, you know, that that might be my Iron Man <laughs> that tattoo. That might be your Iron Man <laughs> tattoo. There you go.
0: It'll be that scripture next to a picture of Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well that's awesome. Well definitely a five dollar foot long. I'm just gonna say five dollar. Yeah, five dollar. Of, yeah, yeah, five dollar. Uh, thank, thank you for sharing that with us, and, and for you know, to your point, like getting out there and being an encouragement for other guys, even if you know that means you got to put the work in before they get out to the F three workout. I think, I think that's wonderful. If guys wanted to get in touch with you, uh, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: So on Twitter, I'm f at f three underscore footlong. Um, I think Tommy Boy. Blasted out my uh, another Twitter. I do have another Twitter handle, which I think is might be just underscore leashloss. I think or mm-hmm. Lee underscore. So I I'm not exactly sure. Um, but if they want to get reach out to me that way, that'd be great. Uh, and then I I give out my personal email. Sure. It's my it's my last name S C H L O S S. Dot L B at gmail.com, Feel free to reach out to me that way as well.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much again for being on the podcast. This has this has been yeah. Thank you. A beautiful beautiful thing to, to see it to hear a guy's story and to uh, be able to share in that and uh, and just kind of seeing your your transformation as you've gone along is really really encouraging. So, uh, so thanks again for yeah. being on uh, American Yammer. All right, guys. So with that, we close out episode eighteen. Whew. Man, really racking up some numbers here. Uh, thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the group. No
1: escape to the ashes now.